Welcome to the Blind Android Users Channel. This is your source for everything Android tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto, Fee Dunn and Doug Cameron. And we're recording on Saturday, the 2nd of April, 2022. We have our usual announcements from Austin. Then in our Android Basics section, we leave behind the Google Assistant and app settings and move on to notifications. In our App of the Week section this week, Brandon Hennis has recorded a demonstration of the alternative Telegram client, Nicogram. And we conclude with Warren's highlights from TalkBack. Well, it's good to be back after a couple of weeks. Our clocks have finally moved forward and to celebrate daylight savings time, we've had snow this week, just before Easter. Doug, what's going on? Not a whole lot. It's getting pretty melty and pretty mucky here. So, you know, I guess I mean, spring's right around the corner, so I'm pretty happy. Austin, are you still homeless? Yeah, I'm still homeless and it's getting very warm here. I don't know when this summer is going to end, so I'm just waiting for it to end. Fee, what's happening in another bit of West London? Oh, it's uh, it's lovely. We've had a bit of rain and it has been a bit cold. And yes, there's been some snow. But today we've had quite a lot of sunshine. It's still cold. But yeah, I enjoyed a nice sunny walk and uh, sat in the garden for a few minutes and then came in because it was raining. Um, I'm enjoying the longer nights. Um I do like that. I like. I think we should stay on British summertime all year round, actually. Um, and yeah, I'm. I was busy last week doing a, a music rehearsal of a choir thing, and two weeks before that, I was doing a rehearsal of all kinds of different music. Between, I just didn't realise that the US's clocks had changed because you know they have to be different, don't they? Well, so, they had to jump the gun, didn't they? They did. I mean, you know, some of us can wait for these things, but uh, it's nice to be back today. Yes. And is that longer nights or longer nights out that you enjoy? Um, More just nights at the moment and daylight because the COVID's quite high. So I'm not, uh, I am going out a bit, but perhaps not as much as I would have done three years ago. Yeah. Warren, what's happening in your neck of the woods? Well, in my neck of the woods, and I'm glad to see you guys out of that hibernation that you guys were in for a couple of weeks. And I was beginning to worry about you guys. But absolutely, it's nice to see you guys back. I'm glad that we have a full house today and looking forward to an exciting episode. And without further ado then, Austin, what is there to announce? So our contact us at blind Android users uh, email address is now live. So if you want to register for episode 75, you can email us at contact us at blindandroidusers.com. We are still rebuilding our website, so that will take some time. And uh, the email address is working right now. So send in your demos or register or send your questions to that email address. Thanks, Austin. And I think there was a phone you wanted to mention as well, a phone release, wasn't there? Yeah, the OnePlus 10 Pro just launched. And uh, I don't know why OnePlus decided to launch the phone with slightly different specs in US. Like the US people 
will only get a 65 watt charger not an 80 watt charger so i don't know why this is warren do you have any more info to add i am trying so hard to mute my espanol here because this is not <laughs> well, frankly i do not want to offend the oneplus guys or oneplus fans out there uh, but frankly I, i don't this oneplus 10 does not you know please me in any way and, and most especially if you're on t-mobile you're good to go but uh if you're on other carriers like at&t or uh maybe verizon verizon is thinking about uh certifying it they are not sure they're kind of playing with it or whatever but so i don't know why oneplus would release something that does not you know cover all the networks here and it doesn't have the mm wave or whatever that verizon uses so If you're on T-Mobile, yeah, but if not, I'm not going to worry about it. There are a lot of alternatives out there. So I say to kind of, you know, maybe uh, watch out for a while before you jump in if you want a OnePlus phone. Other than that, because huh? the GSM, the GS, uh, Verizon CDMA, isn't it? Yeah, but Verizon supports, yeah. uh, you know, um, uh, all the, the GSM phones as well. Yeah, but if it's a GSM phone, how come it won't work on the other GSM networks? Is it the bands it doesn't have? Or? Well, AT&T, AT I don't know what AT&T is doing, but uh, supposedly uh, OnePlus didn't include some of the bands that the AT&T has or something like that, and so uh, yeah. AT&T wouldn't even wink at it. So uh, that's what it is. But another thing that, you know, apart from OnePlus, I want to say goodbye to an old friend, if I may kind of makes it a little bit uh, teary-eyed here. Um, the uh, Hangouts, you know, Hangouts finally disappeared from the Play Store. Google finally took the axe uh, to the Hangouts. So we say, we say goodbye to an old friend. Yep, goodbye Hangouts. At Austin, they came out within probably a week or two of each other. You've got uh some free dollars you can spend are you buying the oneplus 10 pro or the xiaomi 12 pro yeah both are with the eighth generation one so it's if you have the oneplus 9 pro i don't think there's any need for up upgradation because the only upgrade for the oneplus 10 is the camera there's a slight improvement there but uh it's eight snapdragon eight generation one And what's the charge time for 80 watts? Because I know the Xiaomi 12 Pro is supposed to charge to 100% in 24 minutes. The OnePlus 10 Pro is charging at 32 minutes. Oh, okay. So if those yeah. eight minutes are critical to you, then yeah. you might want the Xiaomi. <laughs> I, think, I think the reason that they did this is because whoever owns OnePlus missed some meetings because they didn't realize that the US's clocks went forwards before everyone else's and they got so cross that they said right i'm going to punish the whole us now so that's why i think so and oneplus aren't the only ones to do this samsung of course gave europe the xenos or exynos processor and everyone else gets the snapdragon which i've always thought was a bit unfair uh so samsung did it too but yeah two interesting phones to, to, to look at though primarily obviously we're talking about the oneplus but yeah quite right i think i think the us should be punished for putting its clocks forward early uh instead of instead of aligning with the old country which would be much better but at least the the oneplus pro has the charger in the box not like samsung yeah this is true uh yeah. oneplus give you the wherewithal to do things with your phone 
And, you know, talking about that, though, I don't know why Samsung would even remove the uh, charger from the A53, for example. I think that's absolutely stupid. <laughs> I don't know why. They are even removing the charger from the M series phone, which is a mid-range series. Presumably they do give you the cable, though, but just not the plug for the wall. Is that right? Yeah. So they're copying Apple then, aren't they? Because Apple have started doing that. And it seems to be based on an assumption that everyone's upgrading their phone rather than getting a new one. So they won't need that bit for the wall because they'll already have it, which is fine for someone like me who would be upgrading a phone. But would be quite frustrating if you um, don't already have that. That's the pretext. It's just a money-making scheme because they advertise as a feature set on the front page, fast charging, which they know full well any old adapter you have won't support. So they, they claim environmental good just so they can charge you. They do. Exactly. They, they, exactly. Can char- they can charge you for charging. Yes. So the whole charging thing is charge. like Ed said, you know, um, we take these things out and we turn around and sell them to you. So, and you know, to me, I think that's more uh, harm to the environment because you are shipping uh, chargers in boxes that should have gone in one box. So, hello. And a lot of the chargers that though that they do ship with the phones aren't as good as they could be. So you would only be able to charge up your phone at the speeds they say with a better power adapter so maybe they just think well if pe- if most people are going to upgrade that anyway we won't give you the crummy power adapter but uh, who knows uh, like you say i think it might be a money-making thing as well well i mean i look at me as a good example i i personally don't care if phones are coming with chargers or not because i already have like four of them just sitting around my desk so for me, it's not really a big deal, especially when nine times out of 10, I actually end up using the same charger for my phone as I do for my computer. So yeah, I'm, I'm not that bothered. Yeah. Like, I advertise charging speeds if they don't put the charger in, I don't think. Well, I think you have to inform the people as to what the phone has the potential to charge at, but make it clear that, you know, charging speeds may vary depending on what you have as a charger. Because and a good example is Samsung claims that the uh, F twenty the S twenty fan edition can charge at like twenty five um, watts, but yet I plug it into my computer charger, which is a sixty five, and it charges no problem at super fast speeds. So I think we have some more clarity that needs to come out as to what our phones are actually capable of being charged at, opposed to what they're tested at with the phone-specific power brick. But also, it would be good to know um, what you need in order for your phone to charge at that speed. Exactly. So that it's easy for people to then go on to Amazon or you know whichever online store or you know, store in person, but it's usually cheaper online. They want and um, buy the right charger. Um, For example, I bought wireless. I had a couple of wireless chargers for my birthday last year. And it said that if you need, if you want 
the wireless chargers to charge your phones and things at the full speed, you need to get um, a wall socket charging thing with a Q3 label on it. Um, so that was quite helpful uh, for me to find it. So, yeah, that was good. Now we move on to the Android basic section, and we're turning our attention now to notifications. Warren, do you want to introduce this? Happy to add. And yes, notifications. We had a little bit of an introduction to what notifications are earlier on when we were dealing with the uh, assistant uh, segment where we found it in the app section. And of course, uh, here here we are again. We find notifications here, which is uh, the main uh, subject matter here. And of course, everyone knows what notifications are. Those are the ding dong dings that we hear all the time, and uh, it either uh, annoys you or you get excited by it. And so today we're looking at notifications, and there are several items in here, but today we're going to be talking about a couple items. Uh, Ed is going to be demonstrating the app notifications, and I'll be talking about the device and app notifications segment, and then next week we'll look at some other items here, and probably we could say goodbye to notifications here. But notifications are important, and you can manage them here or manage them from the apps themselves. But Today, we're looking at the main notification area here. We are indeed. And here is my demo of app settings notifications, where you go to control the notifications on a per app basis. Hello, everyone. I'm Ed Green. And today, I'm going to talk to you about notifications and specifically app settings, which lets you control notifications uh, from individual apps. So I am in my notification settings now, and the option we are looking for is... App settings. Control notifications from individual apps. So I'm going to double tap. Settings. App notifications out of list. Navigate up. Button. Search. So the first option is you can search for an individual app whose notifications uh, you want to uh, configure or change. Before you do that, though, you should pay attention to the next control uh, on this screen, which is... More options button. Sorry, that's not the next control. The uh, second uh, control along from the search field, which is... Drop down menu, most recent. So at the minute, you have uh, it set to most recent. That'll be default. So if we carry on swiping right, we would get into the list of apps which had sent uh, notifications recently. Uh, next to each of those is a toggle switch to turn the notifications for that app on or off. I'm just going to double tap on here, though, and show you what else we have. Pop-up window. Most recent and list. Most frequent. Uh, if you want to see which apps uh, send you notifications most frequently and sort your list that way, uh, perhaps you want to configure that, but it hasn't sent you one for a little while, you would choose this. All apps. All apps is pretty self-explanatory. And the next option is also quite helpful, which is... Apps turned off. Apps turned off. So obviously those apps won't be on uh, 
the screens which show you either your most recent or most frequent notifications because they're not sending you any notifications. They're turned off. So if you wanted to sort your list uh, that way, you would do that. And this matters because how this control is set affects the search function. Uh, so I, for instance, don't have Facebook set to send me any notifications. So if I set the search either to most recent or most frequent and try sorry set this control to most recent or most frequent then search for facebook it's not going to come up because facebook isn't sending me any apps uh, any notifications so i would instead need to either set it to all apps or all apps uh, or apps turned off i'm going to back out of this control navigation bar back but settings drop down menu most recent now, let's have a look what sort of apps send me notifications, and I'm going to pick on two of them uh, I want to show you. Google Play services, four minutes ago, enlist. On, switch. If I were to double tap there, it would turn off, as I said earlier, notifications for Google Play services. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to leave it. Messenger, seven minutes ago. I do want to show you Messenger, though. So I'm going to double tap. Settings. Messenger, out of list. Navigate up, button. Messenger, enlist. All messenger notifications, on, switch. So if I were to turn this, it is it is just a switch. There's no, no screen hidden behind it as TalkMac uh, indicated, uh, just by saying switch. So if I were to do this, it would literally turn everything off for Messenger. That's not what I want. Conversations, heading. Bubbles, nothing can bubble. I don't want my conversations to bubble, so I'm happy with that setting. Uh, were we to explore it, though, let's see what we've got. Bubbles. Navigate up. Messenger. Enlist. Button. All conversations can bubble. Button. Selected conversations can bubble. Selected. Button. Nothing can bubble. Pretty self-explanatory. If I were uh, to select uh, selected conversations, it would no doubt prompt me to select some conversations, which I were happy uh, to bubble. I don't want to do that. Navigation bar. Back. Bu Settings, bubbles, nothing can bubble, notifications, heading, show notifications, on, switch. We want it to show notifications. Chats, tilde two notifications per day, on, chats, switch. So now we're in the different types of notifications that Messenger sends. And I'm going to show you what's on the screen and then we'll come back. And I'll explain why I don't really like this setup. Calls, on, calls, switch, admin, on, admin, switch. Stories. On. Stories. Switch. So uh, I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm going to go back up to chats and we'll see what we'll, we can configure. And, uh, and you'll quickly see an issue, I think. Chats. Tilde to. Settings. Chats. Out of list. So we're now in the chats. Navigate up. But chats. Messenger. Not show notifications. On. Switch. We do want it to show them. Selected. Button. Default. May ring or vibrate based on phone settings. Button. Silent. The three channels that you might have are silence, default, and priority. Um, they basically govern the level of interruptibility that a notification uh, can provide to the user. So a silent notification isn't really going to do anything. It's not going to make a tone. It's not going to vibrate. It will pop up in the notification shade. And it might do some other things depending on what you set your um, silent notifications to do. Uh, default, uh, governed obviously by your default settings, but it will, it will probably ring. It will probably vibrate. It will take up a place uh, in, its, in, the, in the notification shade. Priority 
um, will go to the top of your notification shade, regardless of when it came in. So if you have a priority notification and then a whole bunch of other things come in that are defaults, that priority one is going to stay at the top. Uh, priority is also going to interrupt um, things like do not disturb, probably, unless you've configured it differently. Sound. App provided sound. So this is the reason I don't like how notifications are distributed in these settings. You'll notice that we had a setting for messages, uh, we had calls, we had admin. So if you wanted to change the default notification sound for an app to something more distinctive, Messenger has its own distinctive ping anyway, or pudding almost for messages, um, you can't do it without changing every single different category of notification in the settings. It's quite annoying. Uh, you probably actually wouldn't want to with Messenger because you can receive phone calls. But let's say you um, uh, didn't find Facebook's notifications annoying and you wanted uh, Facebook to have a different sound to say messages but you wanted all notifications for Facebook to have the same sound. You are going to have to configure every single notification type that Facebook can send you, and believe me, it's a lot. Um, so quite why you can't configure uh, an app's notification sound globally, I don't know. It's really annoying. You should be able to. Um, so we've heard sound. We could go in and change this. I'll show you what the sound settings look like. Complete action using sounds. Just once. Button out of list. Sounds. Sound. Default notification sound. Heading and list. None. Heading. Aldebaran. Alter. Alia. Antares. Antimony. Arcturus. So various different things that my phone is providing me as notification sounds. So I could change Messenger's notification sound. I don't really want to, so I'm going to back out. Navigation bar. Back. Button. Out of list. Settings. Sound. App provided sound. And list. Vibration. On. Switch. Uh, I do want it to vibrate. I'll leave that. Lock screen. Show sensitive content only when unlocked. Blink light. On. Switch. Uh, the sensitive content uh, when uh, unlocked is what I want. I have uh, that set uh, across all my apps. I have it set globally. Uh, you can, though, configure that on an app-by-app -app basis, as you'll see here. Show notification dot. On. Switch. Interrupts in priority only. Let these notifications continue to interrupt. When do not disturb is on. Off. Switch. Additional settings in the app. And that's it. That's it for Messenger. Uh, I'm going to back out of here. Navigation bar. Back. Button. Out of list. Settings. Chats. Tilde two notifications per day. And list. Uh, and the rest of this screen is just different notifications that Messenger can send you. We've already looked at some of these. I'm going to show you one more. Uh, and we're going to take a little a tangential diversion out of notification settings uh, for part of this, because it's not easy to do what you might want to do uh, in this next app from notification settings. But I'll show you its settings first. Navigation bar. Back. Button. Settings. Messages. 37 minutes ago. Messages is the one I want. Google Messages. Here we are. I'm going to double tap. Settings. Messages. Out of list. And what I want to show you, and that you can't really do from here, but I'll, uh, is to how you change the notification sound for an individual conversation. You might be forgiven for thinking that you should be able to do it from here, uh, but you can't do it at least reliably. So I'll just show you this screen. It's very similar to Messengers. Navigate up. Button. Messages. And list. All messages, notifications, on, switch, conversations, heading. So here, 
it's picked a couple of conversations that uh, are possibly the most frequent. There aren't many listed here. Um, so we could probably do what we wanted to for the conversations listed. But in order to change a notification for a conversation that's not listed in this next bit, you need to go to the Messages app. So that's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to come out of uh, the settings. Messages. There we are. I'm going to go into Messages. Messages. Search places, edit, navigate up, button, start chat, more options, button, read from that, dad, text, O2, edit box, out of list, convert. I've opened a conversation from my dad, uh, and what I want to do is to change the default notification sound, or at least to show you how you might do that. So I'm going to go into more options. More conversation options, button. More conversation options in this case, here we go. Pop-up window. Details and list. And details is what we want. Details. Navigate up. Button. Details. Options and list. Notifications. App settings. Notifications. Notifications is what we want. Settings. Dad. Out of list. Navigate up. Button. Dad. Messages. Button. Priority. Selected. Button. Default. Mary. Button. Silent. Pop on screen. When devices unlocked, show notifications as a banner across the top of the screen. On. Switch. Sound. Default notification sound. So here is where I would change it. I've shown you that screen already. So if you want a conversation to have a different notification uh, to the default, this is what you do. You go into the Messages app. You open that conversation. You hit More Conversation Options, which is the typical top right located button, usually called More Options. Choose Details. Choose Notifications. And choose Notification Sound. That, folks, is a brief tour through this section of notification settings. I highlight this in my demo, but one thing that I find a bit annoying about notifications is that where an app offers a lot of categories of notifications and you want the app to have a specific notification sound different to all your other apps, there doesn't seem to be a global way to do it for the app. So if it's Facebook, you have to go in and change every category of notification to that sound. There's no kind of global sound for Facebook, which you could then disapply on a category by category basis. I wonder why that is. So the whole idea here is that the notifications here that we see, maybe like in apps that you see notifications here in the notification areas, basically... Uh, I'll say like bare bones, uh, but of course in there you could see where you could go into the app itself. But I, I don't use Facebook, but uh, Twitter comes to mind. Twitter is one of those convoluted items that is so hard to <laughs> set its uh, different notifications in place. You will not find those uh, within the app itself. For example, you have to come to the notifications and then come in here and then uh, be able to manage those in here. So it, it depends on the app. Some of these apps kind of very uh, complicated for some reason. So, uh, but this is a good place to start. But then of course the apps themselves will further give you more customizations because the uh, this area may not have some certain things. But so I, I don't know why we have these things, but it's what it is. Yeah. I covered this a little bit in uh, having to go into the app. So I also tacked on to the end of my demo how you can set specific notification sound for different conversations in Google Messages. You can sort of do that here, but it will only show you one or two frequent conversations and you have to go into the Messages app.
So uh, that's a prime example of what Warren was talking about. Fee, were you going to come in? Yeah, presumably um, in notifications, it's not just the chimes, but also the, um, for example, my phone tells me with speech whenever there's a new email. And I'm hoping that I can listen to your demo and learn how to stop that because I want it to go ding when there's an email. But if I'm in the middle of something else, I really don't want to hear the speech. You know, I'll go ding. Oh, good. There's an email. And then I'll read that when I want. I don't want all that verbiage. Yeah, you can probably, I didn't look at email notifications specifically. I looked at messenger and messages, but you should be able to do that by looking at the banners it puts up or or what it does and turning some of those off. So it's a banner, is it? Is that what they call that thing that causes it to show somewhere on the screen? It must show somewhere on the screen for it to read that out. Could be a banner worth going in to see what each, because each email client will be different. So if you go in here, have a look at that email and turn everything off that's not a sound and see if that that helps. I'll give it a go and let let everyone know how I got on. In fact, I could record that, actually, if you want, if that would be useful. That would be interesting. Why don't don't you do that? See what what you manage to turn off. I've got to say, I don't, because I'm on a fair few email lists, I don't have my email app notifying me because it would ding quite a bit. So Mm. I have throttled, throttled its notifications and it's not allowed. It's wow. And I think that takes us then to my part of the demonstration. And this probably covers some of the things that Fee's talking about, you know, device and app notifications. And here's where you could give access or, you know, allow certain things to have access to your notification. For example, uh, as I describe or demonstrate in my demonstration here. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a listen to this. And maybe this might be what you're looking for or not looking for or answers to the questions that you may have. This is demonstrating device and app notifications. For this demonstration, I'll be using the Pixel 4 running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.1. For speech services, I am employing the Google services. I am now in the notification center And now we'll move to the item that I'm talking about, and that will be the device and app notifications. In other words, we're talking about apps that can read your notifications. So, for example, if you would like your messages to be read out loud, you would want to allow the Google services, for example, to be able to read your notifications. Or otherwise, when you ask for your messages to be read, you will get a message that will tell you you need to allow that in order to happen. Here's what I'm talking about, and we'll see some of those apps that are allowed. I know that I've allowed a lot of these apps, but you can disable them if you don't want to. Here's what I'm talking about. Device and app notifications. Control which apps and devices can read notifications. Let's go ahead and tap here. Device and app notifications. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. I am now in the list of apps that could read our notifications. And some of these would include the following. Allowed. Heading. In list. Under the allowed heading, we've got the following. Android Auto. Android Auto, for those of you that drive. Google Play Services. Google Play Services. Free Notifications Reader. Google. 
Android System Intelligence Pixel Stand Pixel Launcher Wear OS by Google Wise Wise I have two Wise entries and the reason why is because I have the Wise cameras and also have the Wise stand. Not allowed. Heading. Now we have a heading that says not allowed. In other words, the app below here or apps below here will be those that are not allowed to have access to my notifications. Fight electric. Showing items 1 to 13 of 13. Feed Electric is a smart bulb app, and that one is not allowed. Let's go ahead and look at one of these things that are allowed so you'll understand what I'm talking about. Pixel Stand. Let's tap on Pixel Stand. Device and App Notifications. Navigate up, button, out of list. I'll put my finger down to read the information. Allow notification access, on, switch, in list. Real-time, ongoing communication from apps in use, navigation, phone calls, and more, checked, checkbox. You can further customize these things. Conversations, SMS, text messages, and other communications, checked, checkbox. Keep going. Notifications, May ring or vibrate based on settings. Checked. Check box. Next. Silent. Notifications that never make sound or vibrations. Checked. Check box. And that's the last one. So like I said earlier, for example, if you want your messages to be read when they come, then you'll have to allow Google, for example, in order to be able to hear those notifications read or when you ask read my messages. That is what this is all about, and I hope that by now you understand the usage of this feature. Thank you, Warren. One thing I was quite interested, I'm not sure whether whether this showed up in yours or not. When I was briefly looking in this section, I saw that commentary had access to read my notifications, uh, but talkback wasn't listed. Is that because it's handled differently, do you think? You are right. Talkback is not listed in there. Of course, I don't have commentary, so I, you know, I'm glad you saw that com commentary has uh, access to it. But so the whole idea is that what apps can have access to this, and uh, frankly, I wouldn't want my uh, screen reader to have access. Uh, to this because then you be constantly hearing about things that I don't want to hear about and most especially if I have my screen off and things like that. So I don't know, but uh, maybe there's some customization in commentary that also prevents that from happening. But I'm glad we don't have talkback having access to that. And like I said, listening to my demonstration, this makes it clear as to what this section does uh, because if you want to be able to read your uh, messages or, you know, say, hey, Google, read my messages or assistant, read my messages. So what this section does is making it possible to be able to say, you use the magic word and say, you know, read my messages or read my last messages or something. And if you don't have that big G having access to it, then it will tell you, I can do it because I don't have access to it. And it's a good thing. And most especially, 
if you're going to be like in the car using the Android Auto or something of that nature, those things come in very handy. But you can further go in there and customize what they can have access to and things they should have access to because once you give them that permission, then they have access to a lot of things. And you could choose which ones you want them to have access to and which ones not to have access to. So it's a good thing. I, I like it. So uh, play with this area and get familiar with it and know what you need and what you don't need. The talkback thing and commentary, that's quite interesting because I find that when I turn my screen on and unlock my phone, that's when I have all these emails and things suddenly being read to me and I'm like, ah, stop it. I just want to read my Telegram or WhatsApp or whatever. Um, so yeah, it doesn't do it when the screen isn't turned on. Um, I might have turned that off somewhere in the settings. I really can't remember. I have my notifications totally turned off. So on my lock screen, there's no notifications. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear, oh, you got an email. I manually launch my email if I want to check my email. So I don't want my notifications all cluttered with that kind of stuff. I want to hear the ding noise, but that's it. I don't want to read the... Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't so want to read if you the, don't uh, want it to read, then that section I demonstrated would be where you want to go in there and further customize that and exclude the things that you don't want, you know, it having access to. Okay. Thank you. Now we turn to the app of the week, and Brandon is here to demonstrate Nicogram. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon here uh, demonstrating Nicogram. And I've got the app open. This is uh, the latest version, 8.6. All you need to do is look up Nikogram from the Play Store, N-E-K-O-G-R-A-M. Now, the interface is fairly straightforward. It looks exactly like the Telegram interface, but controls are labeled that were unlabeled in the regular telegram app so I'll just show you the the things that make Nicogram better let's um, search button out of list. let's find the open, sir, open navigation menu button double tap random minute calls save message settings double tap Those settings bio Nico settings Nico settings Accessibility settings. Experimental. Double tap tactic. Okay, there's experimental, first of all. Not checked. Checkbox. Unlimited favorite stickers. Not checked. Checkbox. Disable sensitive content filtering. Display sensitive media in public channels on all your devices. Checked. Not checked. Checkbox. Map drifting fix for. Checked. Checkbox. Code syntax highlight. Not checked. Checkbox. Disable sent. Not checked. Not checked. Delete tell. Checked. Checkbox, keep text formatting, when, delete telegram account, double tap, not checked, checkbox, toast all RPC errors, exceptions, file underscore reference underscore expired, checked, check, not checked, checkbox, unlimited pin dialogues, pin unlimited dialogues by turn their sync off, not checked, checkbox, unlimited favorite stickers, add unlimited, navigation overview, back, okay, it, so let's go to, experiment chat, Let's go to chat. Check. Not checked. Check. Check. Not checked. 
checkbox, voice enhancements, noise suppression and voice normalization. Checked, checkbox, checked, checkbox, HQ voice messages. Double checked, checkbox, notebook forward. Not checked, checkbox, delete downloaded file. Checked, checkbox, repeat. Double tap to talk. Not checked, not checked, checked, checkbox, translate. Not checked, checkbox, view history. Not checked, checkbox, Faraborough. Not checked, checkbox, details. Not checked, checkbox, copy photo. No. Not checked, checkbox, edit admin rights. Not checked, checkbox, report. No, not checked, not checked, checkbox, change permissions. Double tap to navigate back, but official channel, accessibility. Now here's where the fun starts. Accessibility setting, set, type of rewind, percent settings of rewind, disabled, type of rewind, percent, type of rewind of video, percent rewind, seek bar settings, seek, checked, seek bar settings, checked, checkbox, show number of items, checked, checkbox, show current position, checked, checkbox, announce changes of value during manual changes, delay before announcing of changing of seek bar value, different, Add information about type of chat at the start. Checked. Checkbox. Add notes for links. Not checked. Checkbox. Hide links for screenwriters. Hide links for screenwriters. Accessibility settings. Out of list. Not checked. Checkbox. Hide. So. Navigation bar. Back. Back. Button. Setting. Nico settings. Navigation bar. Back. Nechogram. Screen off. Double tap to activate. So. The interaction is pretty basically the same. The voice message quality is, think of our voice quality now. Um, the, uh, when you record a voice message, the voice message quality on a computer and other devices is usually 44.1K. Well, the regular Telegram app produces audio in 16K. So this allows us to hear much clearer audio and 44k on androids as well so you get a better feel for the mic quality so that's a short demonstration short introduction to nicogram find it on the play store and have fun with it one of the nice thing about telegram is it does open its apis quite well for other developers to make clients so we've covered previously that voxmate uh, works with telegram and, uh, and nicogram is obviously another client that uh, Many people prefer over the Telegram client. There's been quite a lot of chat about that on our group this week. So if you like the sound of that from Brandon's demo, do you go check that out. The link's in the show notes. And I think what I like about it, even though I don't have it on my main driving unit, I have it on an old device. The guy actually did an extra job by, you know, um, going um, a mile farther and having an accessibility section there in the uh, the settings of the app so that shows the guy's dedication to accessibility and therefore nicogram is a good app i just haven't installed it on my main unit but i have it on other on my other device that i don't use as a phone and it's it's good and uh, so listen to brandon and see if it's something you want to use so why would I use that instead of the normal Telegram? I know I know about Voxmate, uh, that it's a much simpler interface. Is it uh, simpler? It, it, it could be, 
Well, it's not as simple as, you know, VoxMed, because, you know, we all know what VoxMed is all about. But I think the reason why some of the people like this is because it has uh, voice in- enhancement in there. And apart from the fact that it's accessible, I think those may be the two reasons why people may like it. And uh, But, I mean, for me right now, the native Telegram client uh, works. Um, so I'm using that. But, you know, now and then I look at Nicogram again to see um, what the differences are. So, But it's good to see that we have that. And I think another thing, though, is the uh, fact that in the native Telegram client, the um, secret chat uh, is not accessible to us screen readers. However, oh. with Nicogram, that secret chat is uh, accessible to us. John and I tried it, so um, we like we like it. And the only thing, though, is that if I send you a secret chat fee, for example, or send Ed or Doug a secret chat, for example, and I time that thing or I set it to uh, one minute or two minutes or whatever, or, or five seconds, whatever, the thing is that you can actually turn that off at your end and turn off the uh, the timing that I set. So I, I just don't know why um, the guy did it that way, but uh, it's a good thing to know that we have the secret chat accessible to those of us who are blind. Secret chat? That yeah. sounds intriguing. Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I wonder if it's in the app demo. We need Maybe we need to talk about that. Sounds intriguing. I'm very happy recently. For, for many reasons, but one of them is that uh, kind of the main competitor to uh, Telegram, WhatsApp, if I have more than one messages from somebody now, it reads them one after the other, and it never used to do that. And that makes me very, very happy. Great, because uh, it's been over a year I quit using WhatsApp, and um, I, I don't think there's enough for me to... Uh, be wooed back into using WhatsApp. I'm done with WhatsApp for good. Uh, the thing is, it depends what your friends, a lot of your friends use, though, doesn't it? Um, I think Telegram's much better for groups because you don't have to give people your phone number to be in the group, whereas in WhatsApp, you do. And I think in terms of privacy, that's quite nice in uh, in Telegram. Um, yeah, that that's nice. You can just have a username. We close this week with Warren's Highlights from TalkBack. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack. This is installment 31. In our last installment, installment 30, we concluded the one-finger angle gestures where we saw the drawing of a line right and curving down to bring down the notification shade. Today, I'll be starting a series on the multi-finger gestures, and we'll be starting with the two-finger tap. If you happen to have a phone that does not support the multi-finger gestures, this action or this gesture may not be applicable to you. For those of you using phones that do not support these gestures, this is where we say goodbye. However, you can always use those traditional two-finger gestures of swiping up or down to move through vertical pages, and swiping left or right to move through those horizontal pages. 
For today's demonstration, I'll be using my Pixel 4 running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.1. I will now invoke the TalkBack menu by tapping with three fingers to invoke the TalkBack menu. TalkBack menu. We are now in the TalkBack menu. The item that I'm looking for next will be the TalkBack settings. I will now put my finger down and tap on TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings in list. Here is TalkBack settings and I'll tap here to activate. TalkBack settings. Navigate up button out of list. We are now in the TalkBack settings. And if you're familiar with this series, you know that the next thing we want to do here is to simply scroll down the page. We put two fingers down in the middle of the phone and then gliding them upwards. And by doing so, we are actually scrolling down the page. Doing the opposite of that would be gliding the fingers downwards which scrolls up the page. I will now put my two fingers down, glide them upwards and scroll down the page. Showing items 3 to 14 of 14. Now what I'm looking for here is an item that says Customize Gestures. I'll put my finger down and tap on Customize Gestures. Customize Gestures. Here is Customize Gestures. We'll tap here to activate Customize Gestures. Customize Gestures. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. We are now on the Gesture Customization page. This is when I'll change my granularity to the headings granularity. We change our granularities in one of three ways. One, we could put down one finger and scrub up and down in one fluid movement to change the granularity. The second method would be to swipe down with three fingers from the top of the phone and that will also change our granularity. The last method would be to either swipe from left or right with three fingers to change those granularities. I tend to prefer the scrubbing using the one finger movement and thus I will now scrub up and down with one finger to change my granularity to the headings granularity. Links. Controls. I'll swipe up and down again. Headings. There we are on the headings granularity. What I will do next is to swipe down with one finger and keep doing so till I get to the heading that I'm after and that would be the two finger gesture headings. Here I go. I'll swipe down. One finger heading in list. This is a one finger swipe down again. One finger back and forth heading. One finger back and forth and the last of those one finger gestures would be One finger angle heading showing items 7 to 16 of 51. And that's the last one that we dealt with. Now I'll swipe down again one more time and get to the two finger headings gesture. There is my two finger gesture heading. Now, instead of swiping down, we need to swipe from left to right to get to the items belonging to this particular heading. You can either swipe from left to right to move through the items or simply move your finger downwards and we're going to get 
the item that says two fingers. I'll now move my finger downwards and find that first item underneath this heading. Tap with two fingers. Pause or resume speech. Tap with two fingers. Pause or resume speech. In other words, if you happen to be reading an article, for example, and you want to pause for a second or for a minute or whatever, all that needs to happen is simply tap with two fingers. That pauses what you are reading, and then tapping again with two fingers resumes from where you left off. I'll now go ahead and find something and demonstrate that. I'll go back home here, find some article or find something within Google Chrome and try to demonstrate that. I'll now exit out of here. Pixel Launcher Folder Browsers Four or more items Here is my browsers folder and I'll tap here. Chrome Here's Chrome, I'll tap. 5% Progress Bar Chrome Google Assistant, your own personal Google, WebView, 80%. There I am on this page talking about the Google Assistant. I'll put my finger down to let it start reading. Google Assistant is built to keep your information private, safe and secure. Now tap with two Heading fingers. Two. Actually, I'm going to triple tap to let it continue reading. When you use Google Assistant, you trust us with your data now I'm and going it's to tap our responsibility with two fingers to protect to and pause. Privacy is personal. That that pauses. I tap again with two fingers to resume. Privacy controls to help you choose what's right for you. Explore this page to learn more about how Google Assistant works. Your built-in privacy controls answers tap to common again. questions. And that pauses the speech. And that's how you go about using the two-finger tap to either pause or resume speech. As always, you could always change this if you don't like this gesture. In other words, you could reassign this to an angular gesture or some other gesture if that's what you prefer. And that's the two-finger tap to either pause or resume reading. Often, where can people find us? So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, blindandroidusers, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that is it from us this week. That's it from us, folks, this week. See you next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Later. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.